0: Hello, welcome to episode twelve of the pod, people. 12. We did uh, Jacob's ladder for this week, uh, and we have a special guest, my yes, dear friend, do. our dear friend, dare I say, friend of the show. We have <laughs> yeah. Joe.
1: We have Joe here today. Say hi, Joe. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm another member of Zach's cadre, oh, and I am happy to be here today. I picked. The movie Jacob's Ladder. like this guy. A movie that probably none of these guys would have picked if I had not forced them to watch it. Uh, there's going to be a remake, supposedly, this year or next year, so I'm glad we got the twist out of the way so nobody has to go in there and be like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I, always better. <laughs> I picked this movie because... One, I've kind, I kind—I somewhat wanted to torture these three guys by making them watch a psychological horror film. Oh, it made me mad. <laughs> it, <laughs> For sure. As he said, like, we'll get into all that. But it's its its still a fun film, and I enjoy all the, uh, the macabre, uh, undead, demonic, and psychological shit that you see in this film. And uh, I'm going to take you back to one of these guys now.
0: Yeah. Alright, so, as always, we've got fun facts. Because who doesn't love the fun facts? Alright, so it was released November 2nd, 1990. So it's actually newer than I thought. Yeah, I thought I was, this movie was older. I was, was thinking older. like 70s, 80s, yeah, 80s something like Well, I was like thinking there, like, like mid-80s, like the 86, 87 range. Because yeah. that's just how it felt, you know? But, you know, I don't know. Each decade bleeds, bleeds into the other. Like, you see something like early 2000s yeah. movie, you're like, oh, this is totally a 90s movie. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the budget was $25 million and then the gross in the u.s. was twenty-six uh, just over twenty six million so they made their money back right? you know. Yeah, just barely that's what tim robbins does for you he makes your money back alright <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, me Robbins on the phone. <laughs> we want to make it one. Everyone... <laughs> what movie did you say it was in before? Because I never... Oh, his big movies is The Shawshank It's actually a Tenacious D believe... and
1: The Pick of Destiny. Oh, <laughs> it's not Green Lantern? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, so I can stab you. Before we get into this, the All only right. thing I want the audience to understand... All ten of us listening is that right. this is a nonlinear plot. There are flashbacks, dream sequences, and a whole bunch of odd things. So we will we will translate it the best we can. Yeah. But you're gonna have to watch the film for yourself if you want the 100% version. There you go. The best yeah.
2: Film. We we don't go past 64 on this. That's podcast. right. Or 69.
0: We're like we're like, six, we're like Sex Panther, right? <laughs> like 67% of the time it works all the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, Dutch, let's get
2: into it. Just occurs to me, we should get Tim Robbins on this podcast to break even. I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Tomas
0: would certainly appreciate it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: so, um, so so we open in Vietnam. We got helicopters going, and we see some, just, some yeah. defeated-ass soldiers. You know, yeah. they're just resting, all of them downcast, crestfallen. Yeah. Laid out
0: specifically, what is it? The Mekong Delta in Mekong 1971. Mekong Delta,
2: 1971. Yeah, oh, it. Oh. Right. and um, yeah, you know, they're they're ha- and then you know they get a uh, Tim Robbins yeah. gets back from taking a crap supposedly. Yeah, and we got Ving
0: Rames shows up in this movie. Ving Rhames, always he's fun. On the <laughs> <laughs> and
2: you know, there's there's some uh, there's some rapport, there's some banter, there's some good times had before the the Viet Cong supposedly attacked. Yeah, you know Charlie's. Yeah, in the there's jungle. an attack. Yeah, the you know stuff's exploding. It's the chaos of battle, chaos of war.
0: And then they have a couple guys. Looks like they're like seizing up or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Ving James seizes up. You know, mm. uh, they brought out the gimp, as it were. <laughs> and um,
1: <laughs> and we don't we don't see the Viet Cong at this part. All we see are figures shooting yeah. and mortars going off and people. Flipping like, their it's shit. a border. Yeah, it's like
0: yeah. pandemonium.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of chaos going. Um, and then, in in the the you know in the, the haze of this battle, we see uh, we see a few we see a soldier just stare off into the distance, you know, eyes shifting, and someone else their their leg is hanging on by a thread. Uh, yeah, it's so gnarly. Yeah. That would... And and Tim Tim Robbins, you know, in the, the slightly after this chaos, walks in the jungle, gets stabbed by a bayonet. Yeah. And he falls down, and then he wakes up on a subway car in New York. Yeah. You know, Jeff Goldblum style. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and there's nobody in the car. No. And he's got a book. I, I missed what book he has. It was probably important or some kind of similar. Yeah,
0: probably, but, but just, you know. Just
2: whiff that one.
0: <laughs> As always, we're right on top of it, aren't we? <laughs>
2: um, so he... You know, he realizes you know there's nobody around. He doesn't know where he is, and he he moves to another car and and talks to a, an elderly lady in some form Jeez, of stone walls. A man. Yeah, yeah. He, he asks yeah. if he uh, what's the street? Bergen.
0: Bergen. Bergen Street. Bergen Street. He asks
2: him if they miss the street, and yeah. she's not saying anything. There's also a bum. His face is all wrapped up. His his hands are are gloved, and and Tim Robbins is taking a look at him, and he sees he sees something serpentile move yeah um either a tail or a dick yeah (laughs) yeah i was thinking tail it's a subway Um, it's probably a dick (laughs) it's wrong subway for a five dollar footlong oh oh my so uh tim robbins jumps off the subway first chance he has after he sees that like i don't i don't know if you've ever like you know seen a snake close to you or like anything that really freaked you the heck out you're just nope just walk away yeah (laughs) Me I've been there, and I feel like they captured that moment perfectly. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> like, don't though. don't want to think about that. B gone. Yeah, it turns out. Yeah. He's, he's on Bergen a, Street. He's
0: on his stop, like it's his platform yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh,
2: but the uh, the gates locked with the padlock. Yeah, you can't get out through the gate. Uh, the stairs they put a fence over it. You know, the subway's closed.
0: Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny because, like, I mean, like, I mean, I don't want to get into anything too deep, but. Why would it still be a stop if you couldn't get out, out of the platform? Well, obviously it's hell's train. I know, but you know, I don't know. I was just think cuz I don't know anything at the beginning of the movie. I didn't know anything. Yeah. So I was just saying like, you know, like city planning wise, it doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: And he's looking around on the both sides of the platforms and if you it's it's you don't you might not notice it right away, but the posters and the signs are exactly the same on both sides like there's one that says ecstasy and then he looks at the other side of the platform and there's the exact same sign it cuts Mm -hmm. back and then it's behind him and he starts and so he starts exploring and for some strange reason he gets on the track
0: yeah well, because he's got nowhere the else. the wrong track. Yeah. yeah, well, he gets nowhere, he gets, like, nowhere else to go because everything's all closed out. Mm-hmm.
1: So. He's a New Yorker, so he's not patient. So he's like, well, I'm not waiting around for the next train. I'm going to well, take the risk. Well, we know
2: why he's impatient, but we'll get to that later. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I'd want to get home, too.
3: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so he starts uh, to walk down the track, and he's, he's testing it out, and he's going back and forth and then here comes the subway and he can't figure out if it's going to go left or right and so he's playing chicken with the train and eventually he jumps to the side and the the subway car goes past him that's because he's doing a train dodge (laughs) (laughs) and when uh (laughs) and when this train goes by all these figures are looking at him some of them are faceless but they're all just they're all
2: they're all like colorless distorted they're like they're like black and white versions of floops fluglies you know, they're just not, not looking right.
0: Well, no, that's just a stretch. I don't even know what that is.
2: <laughs> it's from the first Spy Kids. You know, oh, see, those, I don't oh, even remember <laughs> that movie, man. Well, oh,
1: that was a stretch. I guess so. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie
0: for years. I don't remember that
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> So the, sw- the scene switches, and he's back at his apartment, which is run down New York. Uh, there's Everybody puts their strollers outside of their apartment, and he walks into his apartment. He's got a dog named Chester. And he goes into a, and he turns on the light, and here comes Jezebel. I mean, dang. With
2: a capital J. Oh.
1: And uh, Jezebel, which, there are no, you know, heroes named Jezebel in, I think, any form of any fiction or fantasy. There's only one Jezebel that comes to mind, and she's from the Bible. And I think she gets thrown from a balcony and fed to dogs. So we get. so. S- yeah. <laughs> so we already got some biblical uh, stuff going on. And so he and his, uh,
0: what happens next, Zach? What happens next
1: is, uh... What what does him and his girlfriend... He he gets
0: in the shower, because he's all messy and dirty. And she hops right there in with him. Because they got to get clean. By getting more dirty.
2: (laughs) All together, (laughs) it's a very tasteful scene. Um from the movie guys if if i were to if i were to have like a, a shower scene this is exactly how i would like to shoot
1: it <laughs> it's real well, it's super quick fast. easy cut away yeah. yeah. uh d- despite all our jokes the point is made yeah. uh jezebel it's and the protagonist, protagonist jacob have one of the most natural relationships i have ever seen on on camera the chemistry is palpable that's you, a, it oh it, it just bleeds out the screen I, I believe it. Like when they're when they're talking, when they're laying next to each other, it's all very, very believable. So uh, I definitely give the film props for just that feature alone.
3: Yeah.
2: It, like I don't I don't think you know I don't I don't credit Tim Robbins much with that. I don't
0: think he had to act much. Right. <laughs> I mean, damn man. <laughs> but no,
2: she's she's amazing. Her she's very expressive. And, you know, it's it's hard to quantify. Sometimes sometimes you just have that magic. You know. Mm. And, uh so you know next morning uh where am I well,
0: that one yeah he flashback. no yeah
2: yeah 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 ne- well yeah so he's uh he wakes up and um, Eli yeah Eli oh. brought a
1: box of pictures another biblical name yeah as he as uh Tim Robbins points out in the movie itself yeah. so. well he himself is Jacob
0: exactly you guys are way deeper. Man. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I didn't do my homework before this movie, so. <laughs> well, and
2: and they um, I don't think the I don't think the right term is uh is lampshade, but maybe it is like um. Jacob, uh, Tim Robbins' character has a has a conversation with Jezebel on how like Eli a biblical name and Jezebel's a biblical name, and you know so they kind of they kind of point that out, and um. Yeah, every, everybody has a biblical name except Ving James. I think his name's just Ving James. <laughs> it's Ving James, <laughs> not James. Oh, <laughs> you're right. I'm I misspoke.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think
2: I start as Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. I, if you weren't around, I'd just be drooling at a wall. <laughs> oh, I'm <fair laughs> <point. laughs> Alright,
0: so he starts going through the pictures. Starts looking at the pictures. Yeah. Getting upset. See some uh picture with a lady. See some pictures of his uh his ex wife Sarah. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and so then he sees a picture of a kid. And of turns Macaulay out, Culkin. Yeah, it looks like out, a menace to me. Yeah, it looks. Turns out his kid's dead, and he starts yeah. crying and shit, which you do,
2: I would think. Yeah. Supposedly, I've I've never lost a child. I don't know. Um.
1: And naturally, uh, Jezebel, although she does feel sympathy for the dead child, she does not care for uh, Jacob's. Yeah. Uh, still possible. Feelings for his ex-wife. Well, Sarah. she
0: said she doesn't want to seem upset. Like yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't, want to doesn't see him like. Cry. She doesn't like things that make him cry.
1: Yeah, right. But there was some. Uh, There's no, jealousy. I know. I, I get I, yeah. that.
0: But I was just going with you face value. Evolutionarily,
2: she wants his attention for her offspring, not her former offspring. I mean, no, like, exactly. how could he not? focus
0: on that? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm getting in trouble on this one, kids. <laughs> so you, I'm not gonna be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned uh,
1: face value. Uh, There isn't very much in this film that we can take at face value, though. That's correct. We might, you know, get off topic and start talking more about the illusion that has to do with this film than just simply, wait a minute, why did she burn the pictures?
2: Right in the incinerator.
0: Yeah. All
1: right.
2: (laughs) So, so, um, so, Jacob works at the post office. Yeah, he does. He's a postal worker.
0: You know, he's next (laughs) so
2: He's crazy. He's just the postman. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we could stretch this all. We could, game. but we're not going to. We're going to no, continue because no, he we're goes, stay and on he top. brings
0: Jezebel lunch. Yeah. This is a two-hour movie. What yeah. ten minutes? In How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I took off work because my back hurts. Then he goes to the chiropractor.
2: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's it's moving, moving right along. Jezebel works <laughs> the post office at the chiropractor. Yep, yep. Chiropractor's doing some adjustments. Um... He, he's like the guardian angel in this movie. He's yeah. he's the voice of wisdom. He he never wigs out when the chiropractor's in the room. The yeah. chiropractor's like his rock. Yeah.
0: His name's Louie.
2: Louie. Yeah, played by
0: Danny Aiello. Yeah. I don't know who that is. And yeah, every... I that is. every oh. Sorry. No, that's the same. Yeah. I don't know who that is.
1: And uh, every single time that we see Louie, Jacob refers to him as an angel, yeah. which uh, Louie always chuckles about. Yeah. And uh, I think... I think uh,
2: I think big, uh, big chiropractor put a little money in this film because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen, <laughs> I have never seen a chiropractor shot in more graceful ways <laughs> 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 than I don't know. Like, was, was that the hip, was that like the hip thing in the nineties? Like, was that just starting out and like, you got to get on this chiropractor wave, man. Like, I d- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, man. I'm not in charge here. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I don't know either. So, um, so, he goes to the chiropractor, and then, he, and then, um, is this when he gets uh, chased by a car? Yeah, he gets chased by a car. He gets, avoids he, it. He he goes down a street, and there's a a guy a guy with glasses yells out for him to watch out, like, watch out! And Car barrels down the street, swerving back and forth. It's it's right on his tail, and he only avoids it by you know diving into an alley, yeah. like off the side, a little wooden.
0: He like, jumps through a door. <laughs> yeah, he, like, you know, Independence
2: Day style, just yeah. dodges, you know, dodges <laughs> <laughs> the danger, and uh, then then he goes to see a shrink.
0: Yeah, well, he goes to see a Dr. Uh, Carlson. Dr. Carlson. Yeah. yeah.
2: And um, the the secretary there, there the, the nurse. nurse. She's, yeah, she's, she's got a like nurse, nurse hat, but yeah. she's doing she's doing paperwork. Uh, you know, and elderly lady and uh she says well we don't we don't know who that is you know we don't have him on file and he's like oh well i'm you know the, the veteran association i was heard you know and yeah like, we don't have you on file either yeah and he's like oh well and she she bends down and her hat falls off and we can see kind of like shaved off horns Some some kind of growth. Yeah. something
1: is protruding from her head and it is it is nasty and she quickly it's, covers it's it it's pretty up. gnarled um i
2: I'd almost compare it to that rabbit I was talking about. But I don't know if that's a topic for air.
0: Probably not. Okay. Yeah.
2: I, a rabbit got its eye and messed up. And anyway. It's very, it very graphic. So he starts <laughs> wigging, right? Yeah. He he bolts out of there. and They call security. The yeah. the, the nurse is, stop him, stop him, you know. And uh, he's able to, to dodge security. He's running through the hallways. Yeah. And he yeah. runs into the room that his doctor used to be in, and there's a there's a group session in there. Yeah. And the uh, the man holding the group session tells him, "Oh, that that doctor died. Yeah. Uh, his there was there was a car accident, like some sort of explosion. Yeah. That's not a good sign. No,
1: that's <laughs> usually not good.
0: Unless you're driving a Ford Pinto, that shouldn't happen. <laughs>
1: oh. Uh, oh yeah. I'm just trying to get more money for that. Yeah, <laughs> we are. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> Cut us a check, Ford. <laughs> well, no,
2: that's, that's not an endorsement for Ford. That's not a good thing. No, no, everybody but Ford's gonna write yeah. us a check. That's well. how that works. <laughs>
0: All right, so he's back at home. Yeah. And he's talking to the old lady, not the old lady. You know, his girlfriend, Jezebel. His girlfriend Jezebel. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make this as confusing as possible. That's right. Just quit letting me talk when I'm drunk. It's not good,
2: man. I see you drinking on the job.
0: <laughs> Still dressed to the nines, though. I do what I can, really. <laughs> trying to distract you and make you think about me instead of Army Hammer. So in, in my
2: notes, after Dr. Dead, I have crazy party.
0: Well, yeah, they, they talk a little bit at home. And then, yeah, then they... Yeah, this is, uh, he talks about, the. he's telling her about yeah. all the stuff he sees. he tells
2: her about all that stuff, and she kind of, she has a solution for everything. You know, oh, you know, there's plenty of craziest people, winos, you know, beggars, yeah. you know, the, the flotsam and jetsam of New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, because this is, this is that point in the movie where they tell you, you're crazy. You go, okay, I guess,
0: yeah, I'm just, you know, a little
2: overworked, a little tired. Yeah. Need some more chiropractic adjustments. So, and then they go to a crazy party.
0: Yeah, the party he gets his palm red. This
2: okay. This party is the 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 extrovert's nightmare. Everybody's all up on each other. There's like sometimes a strobe light going, and there's yeah. a there's a a
1: goat a goat skull.
0: I think something in the fridge. In yeah. the fridge,
1: I think it's a goat. I that or uh, it was a head of a cow maybe some type of cow i think it's too small to me who
2: knows i don't know it's it. there's some sort of head in the fridge he there's there's a there's a crow and a bird cage that he sees and uh this is this is where you know it's it's one of those things you actually have to watch there's a lot of signs and symbolisms that we won't be able to accurately convey yeah he he goes upstairs he gets his palm read uh girls the 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 palm reader's flirting with him pretty pretty close. oh yeah man. yeah she, you know, and he's
0: like, bro, you should see what I have at home. It ain't happening. Looking for you know Mr. McFeely's special delivery. And uh, so the most interesting thing from the palm is she looks at his lifeline mm-hmm. and she says he's already dead.
2: He's already dead. Yeah. Which is our first, our first hint. You know, something might not be right. Oh. Oh, oh watch out. And, uh, you know, she reads she reads his, uh, his love line. And, oh, you're married, but oh, here you're divorced. Oh, that's a paper cut. Ha, 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 ha. Mm. They're going yeah. back and forth about all this junk. And uh, then he, he goes down because because uh, Jezebel wants to dance. But um, she wants to dance with somebody. <laughs>
1: wants to feel the heat <laughs> with somebody. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So, <laughs> so Jacob's not very much into this dancing. No, cause and...
2: it's, it's, it's a mosh pit. <laughs> there's a strobe light. Satan's bobbing his head everywhere, spasming out. There's a there's a there's a muscular black guy doing the same. His head's yeah. <laughs> Jacob starts weighing.
1: Yeah, crows are ready. flying everywhere.
2: Strobe light going off, and and meanwhile, as the um, Jezebel's dancing with somebody else. ...who is slowly morphing into some sort of monster. Yes. Yeah. It's some kind of tail, you know, grinding up all kinds of crazy stuff... ...and, and in the end of this horribly graphic dance, a spike comes, comes right out of her mouth. Yeah. Which implies something. I'm sure. I, I never took a psychology course,
1: but I don't <laughs> think that's good. <sighs> well, while, this, while this, this dancer is morphing into this creature of a tentacle and maybe a wing uh she's you know jezebel's just dancing and loving it too it's very very sexually graphic as well (laughs)
2: meanwhile we have the cow goat whatever the head is chattering sometimes there's there's just a lot of fast it's it's meant to disorient you it worked and (laughs) (laughs) i almost said tim curry tim robbins jacob falls (laughs) down uh on the ground and and screaming and everybody's surrounding him and you know it's and then he's he's back in the apartment after a few fades and uh, and and uh, Jezebel's not having it. Oh,
0: she's it. off his style, She's
2: like, you know, I've never been so embarrassed. Just screaming at the party. You know, I've dated crazy guys before. I'm not doing it again. Yeah. You know, back and forth. And, you know, he's not feeling well. He's in bed. Got you know, a thermometer in his mouth. Thermometer. And uh, she takes a look at the thermometer. And, um... This is the weird thing. Like, she says he had the fever of 106. Yeah. I swear I didn't see any numbers on that
0: thermometer. And maybe that was... Well, I think it's one of the glass ones, you know, where, like... Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It rises up, yeah.
2: Like, I didn't see it, and so my... my, Like, I I could be completely wrong, and they did have a line in there, but my first line is, he doesn't have any temperature whatsoever. You know, Mm. that was what I thought. But I didn't, you know... Yeah. Maybe I just saw it wrong, but that was my impression. you got 106. And uh, she calls the doctor... And, uh, on the phone, she finds out that, uh, if they try to bring him, he's not going to live to the hospital. Yeah. So they, she, she tosses him in a bathtub and pours ice on him and gets all the neighbors and everybody, everybody in the apartment building pitches in and throws, throws ice on him. Yeah. In the bathtub. Um. I don't know if that's an effective treatment, but it seems to have worked for him.
0: Well, you yeah, know, because you want to cool down your body temperature. Yeah. So I, it makes sense in my head. I don't know. Well, if
2: that happens to one of us, we'll have to give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. All
2: right, spin off a medical podcast on Yeah. <laughs> It'll be just as competent and dangerous. Yeah, yeah.
0: So he's in the tub. Yeah.
2: I have ice capades written here. All right. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs>
0: And then he blacks out again, but he's in bed with Sarah now. Yeah, his ex. Yeah. The windows are open. He closes them because he's cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And this sequence is supposed to make it look like uh, everything he had just been through was actually a dream. Yeah. yeah. It's they, his life with uh, Jezebel, maybe working as a, a postal worker. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's telling Sarah about He's like, oh, I just had a dream about another woman and stuff. And she's kind of rolling her eyes about this as she's half asleep. And as all of our women do, <laughs> <laughs> and as as they're they're talking about everything, the dead son Gabe yeah. comes into the room. So we have you know we're told is this is this a flashback? Because how could he be having a flashback? Yeah, well, of of the his you know, a future. Right. Super confusing. So he he takes the kid back and he, he takes him to bed. Uh, oops, he uh. He puts him in bed. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this just became a different movie. <laughs> Michael Jackson him. will get a shot in a few
1: years. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he t- <laughs> <laughs> Another slow burn. <laughs> oh, save me for that. <laughs> so he puts the kid in bed, and it's shown that uh, they're living a very, very happy life. Nice house. The yeah, kids yeah. seem to love him. Yeah, there's like three kids. It's not yeah. just
0: Macaulay Culkin. It's other kids too.
2: And honestly, this is one of this is one of the more charming scenes. I love his, his conversation with his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you know, he puts the kid to bed, all the kids are like, Hey, I love you and dad's like, What is this, a convention? you know, mm-hmm. ha ha Everybody loves me. And um, it it goes it goes pretty well till it doesn't.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So we see what looks like a corpse floating in a bathtub. Uh,
1: Jacob's yeah. corpse. No, I know
0: yeah. he's his, back in the bathtub, so, but I was like, What? <laughs> so Jacob
1: wakes back up and he's back in the apartment with Jezebel in this freezing cold bathtub. He's,
2: he's floating
1: and he 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 looks he looks like a
2: corpse. There's no color in him, his, his eyes are reddened, he's not blinking. It's like the 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 third time in this movie he's been flat on his back with messed up hair. I think it's like if you, you should take a shot every time that happens because it, it'll come up a lot.
1: Yeah. We cannot even rely on pretty much the narrative at this point. Yeah. What is the, What is real? What's a flashback? What's a dream?
0: Yeah, it's starting to get a little wonky. It's like how I met your mother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the doctor says he's barely alive and he burned through 50 pounds of ice
0: yeah. yeah she says that later but yeah 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 it's when they're talking about it like the next day yeah yeah so anyway he's uh, he has another non flashback this yeah. time he's getting uh, lifted into the helicopter mm-hmm. yeah and then it again wakes yeah. up it's the next morning yeah
2: and uh, you know things are he's he's obviously been you know in his in his robe for a while not doing much and uh, and Jezebel's getting ready to go and uh, they're they're talking back and forth, and in the course of this, they they have a little bit of an argument, and uh, Jacob sees Jezebel's eyes, and they're they're black and lifeless, mm-hmm. you know, and she kind of you know like a doll's eyes, and uh, he he pushes her up against a a cabinet, and um, she. She she takes off. She yeah, bolts. She's like, as anyone should this, when someone is obviously a head taller than you and crazy as hell.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things that like I kind of noticed. Like, this is off topic. Tim Robbins mm. is a pretty tall dude.
1: No, Tim Robbins, he's he's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six,
2: yeah. six. He's, he's very tall. Like,
0: oh, I
1: didn't really notice it in this last movie. I think <laughs> at the part where he's at the party, he's just hovering over up. Yeah. Every yeah. There. No, he's, he's, he's a tall, guy, tall man. man.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: so so she takes off and um, and it's at this point uh, Tim Robbins gets a phone call. Yeah, the phone from rings. Paul Paul Grungier? Some shit. Gruniger. I
0: don't know. I just read that Gruniger? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we. Have I Tomás. can't read my writing. He's the man. Yeah,
2: Tomas is on it, mm-hmm. and um, he's like, hey, I, I gotta see you. You know, I gotta talk to you. And he's like, all right. And they meet at a pool hall. Yeah. And uh, Grungier, he was the same soldier that was just staring off, eyes eyes flickering back and forth. In, yeah. Uh, in vietnam you know just real big problems and uh and he he looks worse off than tim yeah than, than jacob yeah and um you know and he says there are demons everywhere they're coming out well of the no walls. he says he doesn't know what's coming for yeah. him he
0: said something's coming after him he don't know he doesn't know what it is yeah
2: and so he's he's spazzing out it's making the other people at the pool hall uncomfortable yeah. but also in the pool hall man with glasses yeah same guy that told uh told uh tim robbins to watch out you know jacob that you should look out when the car came down the street and uh they they decide to have like you know a longer discussion about this and uh, yeah and jacob brings paul to his car and he sees a quarter and the second he sees like you know that it's it's just one of those 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 styles of filmmaking, you know, you see the shot of the car, you see the quarter, you're like, that car's blowing up. Mm -hmm. You just, you feel it in your bones. They've effectively communicated, you know, what's going to happen. And it's, I, I find this, this scene, this, this series of events fascinating. Mm -hmm. Cause Tim Robbins reaches down for the quarter. He's like, Oh, it's my lucky day. Paul kind of smiles at him and he turns the key in his car. He turns the key and the quarter flies out from uh, from Tim Robbins' hand, from where he's about to grab it. And uh, he looks back at Paul, and Paul kind of smiles, and the car goes
0: up. So here's 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 why I think this is really cool. And you laughed, and it was really awkward, because <laughs> everyone was like, what the hell? <laughs> well, because I knew it was going to
2: happen, so it was funny. Here, and, and I also thought it was very entertaining, which caused me to laugh because of this. When something traumatic happens you you create memories afterwards your your mind fills in the blanks and you end up with with things that didn't necessarily happen when he reaches down to reach for the quarter the quarter moves away because the explosion happened it's the shockwave but then he turns back and he looks he looks at he looks at paul and it hasn't happened yet so i felt like he he filled it in because the quarter moves before the car explodes Mm -hmm. and i feel like that was a direct choice and i just thought that that was really really cool Mm. I, mean, I could be high and someone could have just had that quarter on the string down the road you know maybe it was the guy <laughs> with glasses making sure <laughs> jacob didn't get blown up but that's that's how i interpret that scene and uh the car blows up and uh the the guy with uh, the guy with glasses grabs grabs uh mm-hmm. um jacob, jacob. And hauls him, hauls him, back. there's only two names in this All movie. I right, know, and you can't even... And I can't
1: keep it straight. And, and one of them's even in the title. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, so Jacob's stool, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Some form of climbing <laughs> apparatus, I don't know. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's rope bridge. <laughs> yeah. Um, he pulls him away, and then after the guy with the glasses pulls him away, he, he books it. He runs away. Yeah. He takes off. So I thought, oh, the guy with glasses set up the bomb, but then why would he save... You know, say no. say Tim Robbins, but uh, I don't know. You know, you don't know at this point. There's, there's too much going on. There's, there's too many weird people in the background. Too many, too many demons. Too many visages. And once again, we're moving in and out. Yeah. Of of time and, and perspective. To mom.
0: Yeah.
2: And uh, from there, from there, we go to the funeral, right? Yeah, it's Paul's funeral. Yeah, yeah. Paul's funeral. Black umbrella. Yeah. And uh, at the. At the wake, we see his sister crying. I yeah. assume it's her sister, his his sister, because he he mentions a sister in the pool. Um. Um, she's she's crying, and then in the uh, in the wake, all of the the war buddies are there. Yeah,
0: all the guys from now. Um, they're
2: all having a drink together, mm-hmm. and uh, they're talking about how how strange it is that a car just blew up. Yeah, and uh, Jacob mentions that he felt he was you know that uh, that Paul was being followed. You know, stuff coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, you know demons and uh, Ving Rames with an R he's uh, RH I believe he's uh, he's not uh, he's not having it uh, yeah. he's this is seriously freaking him out yeah you know? he's just you know, he's about to revoke someone's LA privileges <laughs> and um,
3: <laughs> so he's
2: sitting there and he, he drops his beard and and he says excuse me and he, he walks out and then they're all uh, they're all talking on the roof, and yeah. they're all they've all had this problem except for one of them.
1: Yeah, one guy's like, I don't know what you guys are about. Yeah, well, he's, he's probably uh, just trying to play tough, though. It's yeah, probably affected him too. Maybe
2: I don't know. The uh, my my perspective is he was like, you know, he's the only one not eating, mm. but that that's a later thing. So oh, um, yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah. But um, at this point, I'm on like theory number four. Mm-hmm. You know, the obvious theory. Theory number one is like, you know, oh, he's, you know, he's, uh, he's dead. But, yeah. you know, that would be stupid. Yeah. So, um... Why would anybody do that? That would be boilerplate and, uh, you know, yeah. really just, you know, film by numbers. And then, and,
0: like, I wouldn't have to spend an hour and 52 minutes watching a movie. I know, two stuff. hours would be milk
2: no, Like, I've, <laughs> I've seen it done in a Twilight Zone episode for about 30 minutes. That would be, like, you know, that would be way, way too... Could you imagine phase.
0: if they just went for the low-hanging fruit? That, that oh. would be shocking. Anyway. Any so, theory, theory number <laughs> yeah.
2: two... Theory number two would be, uh, like, you know, I've, I've been, I've been joking about these, like, you know, that it's, it's a shining spin off and that, you know, this is actually just a normal day in the New York that in, in the men in black universe, you know, cause you'd see these things walking around in the men in black universe. Um, you know, and then here, all these soldiers talking about something that happened a long time ago. And one of them I'm not recalling, this is like, this is the, oh, is, is, is this Pennywise? It's like, is, a. Uh, did they did they find some kind of evil spirit in in Vietnam? Did they unleash like you know the Viet Cong deity on their souls? Like this is <laughs> this is literally where my head's at at this point, just trying to to work this out because surely it's not any of those other theories. No. Um, and uh, so so then they all decide you know the, the military must have done something. Yeah, to man, us, they're going know. after the Iron Man. Yeah, some some kind of experiment. And I'm like, all right. We got a plot now. Like, you know, now we're now we're chugging and and they go to see um to see um Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but this guy looks like a gargoyle to
0: me. Nah, I, I... <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh Jason Alexander uh played uh, George Costanza on Seinfeld. That's yeah. what he's most famous for. Yeah, man. Um, but I, I like it when he get, just gets work. I like seeing him. You know, he usually
0: plays like a little yeah. rat guy pretty well. All right, so we gotta get to the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So so they all tell Jason Alexander, hey, you know, we think the military did something to us, and Jason Alexander says he's he's not really down for it. Yeah. He's kind of like, eh, I don't know. But if if there's something here, there's a lot of money involved. Yeah. So like I I like him because he's shifty and you can tell he's greedy, but he's honest about it. You know, he's just he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so um so they they tell so he he tells them okay I'll, I'll take it here's here's what i need i need your your you know your troop number everybody served with you know yeah all of that stuff and they're like all right and so the sometime in the future i don't know if it's the next day tim robbins is once again mm-hmm. miss wearing his baby blue bathrobe and um walking around the house i'm I, i'm usually a bathrobe guy when a bathrobe guy shows up in a movie i pointed it out and i really like it but this bathrobe is just horrendous on this man and i've never had that feeling in a film ever ever but he's in this bathrobe like a
0: third of the movie
2: and maybe it's supposed to wear on you maybe it was supposed to give you that no feeling. it's literally it
0: not it's oh. only there for you oh. so anyway he's back at the apartment and he's talking to jezebel Continue, Josh. Come on, man. <laughs> Let's hold it together. We're going to make Joe and, uh, never come back. Like He's going to be like, <laughs> fuck this unprofessional monkey Joe. <laughs>
1: Jezebel tells him that uh, they got a, a phone call from the attorney. And the attorney says, no, I'm not taking your case. Yeah. And uh, Jacob's really worried about this. Uh, and he says, why? And she said, well, it's because all the guys backed out. So he calls up one of his army buds. And
0: Frank, something like that.
1: Yes, yeah, Frank. Yeah. And he says, what's going on? And they're Get like... Frank with me. And Frank, Frank, who's sitting in this dark I it looks like a motel or hotel room, goes, hey, it was war. You mm-hmm. know? Stuff happens. Bad things happen. And he's like, don't call back. Yeah. And, you know, he, he even hang, he hangs up the phone and then he even takes it off the hook. Yeah. And, and he looks around and all the rest of the guys are with him, too. So That
2: was the shot, you know? Yeah. First he takes it off the hook, which if you're old means... You're not available to take any calls anymore. And then we we get a shot of all the rest of the guys in the hotel room with them, which is just heartbreaking. Like They got to
1: all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't even know who they are. We, don't. Yeah. we just know that, you know, supposedly somebody is blowing up cars and that somebody has just intimidated the army, uh, our army guys, yeah. into yeah. Uh, letting this go.
0: Yeah, Jacob thinks it's like this whole big conspiracy yeah. thing going on.
1: Yeah. And Jacob goes to the courthouse to find the attorney yeah. who is pretty much just tells him to fuck off. Yeah, yeah really.
2: And he, he looked at the records and they never
1: served. Yeah. The, apparent, all the most the records say they did was go to, uh, it was Thailand, right? Yeah, it was a war game. It was Thailand, in Thailand for war games and all of them had mm-hmm. uh, psychological issues. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, they discharged all of them. Yeah. And Jacob's not having this, and he just, you know, he shoves the attorney and just storms that right out of the uh, the courthouse. Yeah. But then he gets thrown into a car by a couple of uh, guys in suits, and he, this is the car which tried to run him over earlier in the film.
2: And he fights them too. Yeah. It's a it's a great you know amalgamation of like an actual kidnapping of what you know. Yeah. It's it's scrappy. I yeah. I think people might have gotten hurt.
1: <laughs> it looks great. Actors and their sacrifices. Yeah, <laughs> truly, like those those scenes with Jezebel.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I make that sacrifice any day <laughs> So they
1: get him in the car, and after a lot of struggling, they they pretty much tell him, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. stop talking
0: about it. Yeah.
1: Um, and put the screws in him. Yeah, you
0: know, they're like, Mm-mm. they're they're threatening him. They're yeah.
1: like, listen, buddy, if uh, you know to make this bad for you. We yeah. assume uh, these are the guys who got to all the other army buddies yeah. and yeah. now they got to Jacob. Yeah. Seems like a mafia shit. You're thing. you're in yeah. over your head
2: in this and that's a good way to drown. Yeah. <laughs> they they throw like three of those lines out like, classy, stuff. you know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
1: And they're like, right? And he's like, yeah. But instead he starts throwing elbows. He starts kicking. He starts fighting for his life. Kicks the driver
2: in the back of the head.
1: And the driver was already driving pretty crazy. I'm not entirely sure why. I just assumed the guy could see out of one eye or something like that. But after getting kicked in the head, it makes more sense to why. And one of them tries to pull out a revolver. But Jacob's not having... He's just fighting and fighting. He's trying to get out of this damn car. Breaks a window with his foot. Breaks the window. And... The the door even flies open, but every single time he tries to get out of it, it just hits another car and just hits him right back. Yeah. Eventually, he's able to fight his way, and he rolls out of the car, and during this roll, injures his back.
3: Yeah.
1: As mentioned earlier in the post office, and when he went to go see the chiropractor, he's got some back pain. Yeah. So he's lying on the sidewalk next to one of those... can't move. Salvation Army... Uh, a nondescript, uh, un-unaligned Santa
2: Claus—we'll call him—because we we can't confirm nor deny this Santa Claus's allegiance. And far be it from us at the Pod People oh, to no. be, just, to besmirch a good place's name. He did rob it. well he saw him and he's like oh Robbins, let's get to work
1: so So the santa claus comes over and steals his wallet while jacob is pretty much crippled which is hilarious it
2: is so it's a it's a it's a groundbreaking moment in cinema history when santa claus steals tim Robbins' wallet jacob's wallet (laughs) that's not the name of the film he's in the hospital (laughs) right yeah, yeah, and they're they're questioning him. He's in and out. He's in a lot of pain, and he's like, "Santa Claus stole my wallet." And the doctors like, you know, exchange a look. Well, this is where the movie gets weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because it's been so straightforward up no, until like, this point. No, like, but this is
0: like where I was like, hanging on, like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get lost." Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 they these two uh, Orderlies begin to wheel him more like disorderly begin to wheel him through the hospital and it quickly turns from a modern hospital into looking like an insane asylum and in a, a yeah. basement something out of all yeah. types of horror films yeah and, and next thing you know we got crazy uh, people in straight jackets we have some guy who looks like he's half I've, short person yeah. like his, he's got baby legs but the rest of them looks right uh, psychos everybody's just clawing yeah. and screaming it's a madhouse. It's a madhouse. It's bad, and as uh, Dutch mentioned earlier, they got the guy whose head is just bobbling back and forth, bobbling back and forth. Yeah, and, and now just, we see
2: he has no legs.
1: It's 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 just creepy, and they, as they're as they're going they they there's just now there's guts on the floor. They they go through a hallway, and there's just like, there's like feet limbs. and limbs yeah. covered in
2: blood, and I'm like, oh, now it's getting good. Uh, we're, uh, we're getting to the heart of it
1: organs and the wheel gets stuck at one point but no, oh this movie isn't over. stopping <laughs> no it's it's not stopping for nothing it's just gonna roll over those organs this ah. is the this is probably a, a very very good vision of hell because he's just strapped to this gurney going through seeing all types of yeah you know it's my favorite part shit. of the movie <laughs> <laughs> and so they take him into this back room where he's surrounded by uh surgeons who are all, you know, preparing for this surgery. And, then, you know, it's just his back, but they yeah. get his head ready. They they, they put the, the things to they, hold him in They place. literally put
2: the screws to his head. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. They, they hold his head in place. And
1: then it turns out one of the surgeons
0: is Jezebel. Jezebel. She can work on me. Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> so we
1: have no fucking clue what is going on. No. The, the head surgeon is like, you're dead. And Jacob's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, and the head surgeon's like, well, why wouldn't? Why would you be here if you weren't dead? So you know, so far we got as uh, you know, as Dutch pointed out, is is he dead? Did the army give these guys uh, hallucinogenic drugs? So we're all over the place. Yeah. And this eyeless. Is
2: is this the twisted
1: cousin of the Truman Show? We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this eyeless, and he's got no eyes at all, not even the hole for eyes. Drills into Jacob's head. Mm-hmm. What? Before uh, that that shot even finishes, we switch over, and he's back in the regular hospital.
2: Yeah. And his uh, his ex wife his ex wife Sarah and his his kids are coming to go see him. Yeah. Um, And uh, I'd like to point out that a personal moment of enjoyment for me is every time uh, Sarah shows up in this film. Zach just is like, put the other girl on. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's not having the ex. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm worried about his character development. I don't want him to regress. That's, That's right. You know we don't want him <laughs> <doing that. laughs> supporting his children.
1: Definitely has nothing to do with the uh, fact that Zach likes uh, certain women. Right? I, I
0: I'm not saying nothing. So a, anyway, he so he's he's, he's he's in I'm the hospital to see that. and he's t- and he's convincing. He's trying to convince himself that he's not dead. I'm not mm-hmm. dead. I'm not dead. And she's like, of course you're not dead, dumbass.
2: And he hears a voice <laughs> yeah. while he's talking to her. And I thought we'd see something, but they don't let you see. They just yeah. let you hear the voice. And yeah. You can tell. You can tell Jacob's still in it. Yeah. Still deep in it. Um, and so sometime later, its I don't want to say the next day, because time is very sketchy. Yeah. Like, well, you can be, never tell like, what's a flash
0: or what's it, not. It seems
2: like it's all now. Everything yeah. feels like it's now.
0: Yeah. And a
1: lot of parts of the film are separated
0: by these uh, Vietnam
1: flashbacks. It's, yeah. They're usually first person, but they involve Jacob pretty much laying in the jungle, yeah. being rescued by yeah, army personnel. Yeah, there like different stages of him getting like, rescued. Yeah. Yeah, being lifted to a helicopter and that helicopter coming under fire. Mm-hmm. And so they keep uh, s- you know, separating or dividing the film up in that Yeah, in they're that real part. quick. Yeah. In, in and out. And then the, the guardian angel returns.
0: Chiropractor. Yeah, you're right. I think big chiropractors. I think them. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna solve all his problems. I'd, I'd call him
2: Big Cairo, but that would imply you know Egyptian. Ah, uh, that's point. <laughs> <laughs> and I call him Big Practors. All, right, so all right. So Louis shows up and he tries to get
0: Jacob. Louis shows up away. and he
2: literally fights people off with a cane to get. Yeah, well, it's kind of like a crutch. Yeah. Yeah. So he. He storms into the hospital, he starts to yell, Jacob, Jacob, like really loud so everyone can hear him, you know, and uh, then the nurse is like, you gotta be quiet here, he's like, yeah, I know, is Jacob here? Even louder. Nah. And Jacob yells from the back room and the chiropractor comes in and he takes a look at, you know, they got his leg elevated, you know, you're doing actual medical stuff. And the chiropractor's <laughs> like, "What is this medieval medicine, modern?" And he like, you know, takes all the delicate instruments off of him and throws him in a wheelchair and fights, fight, then threatens everybody with the crutch, and he just rolls him out of there. And then through his his magical chiropractic hands, he uh, he heals he heals uh, uh, Jacob's problems. Yeah,
1: because mm-hmm. Jacob could not move. And yeah. just by the, uh, the miracle of, uh, I guess, chiropractory. Good
2: chiropractor Good
1: chiropractor. Good chiropractor. Better than the love of a good woman, apparently. <laughs> he, he adjusts Jacob, and next thing you know, Jacob can walk again. He's no longer crippled.
2: And uh, while, while he's, he's doing all these adjustments, they have a conversation. Yeah. And uh, basically, I, you probably
0: remember it better than I do. Well, this is like where you start to get more at, like, oh, like what's actually going on? Because they start yeah. talking about hell, yeah. right? And uh, see, so, yeah, and I had it in my notes, and then I looked it up. And so,
1: so Jacob, or excuse me, the yeah. the Louis, that was his name, Louis the, the chiropractor, the guardian angel mentions a philosopher. So I think he was a French or maybe Italian, something like that. Yeah, and he mentions this. uh philosopher said that hell and heaven are practically the same thing in the human mental state yeah and that uh if you're not ready to go dying feels like demons tearing at you at your soul but when you're ready to go it feels like angels lifting you to the afterlife now uh, he says it's he says it's so much better than i just put it yeah but but it is you know it's like wait a minute so is the doc on board with this uh he's dead yeah it's yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, so uh who knows and then he goes back to his apartment yeah where he's looking at a bunch of his old stuff and we see jezebel again who's like where the hell were you Yeah. and first you know ever since he uh jacob goes crazy he kind of treats jezebel really badly treats her like
0: shit yeah <laughs> he's stupid you all know right. uh, you get that you hang on all right with both hands she
1: gets up in the middle of the night and she's like, you know, when he first comes home and she takes care of him, uh, she takes him to a party. Um, when he's dying of this fever, she, th- she throws him in the bathtub and takes care of him. And She's just taking yeah. care of him, taking care of him. And one of the things that really bugs her is earlier in the movie when he has that, that dream sequence yeah. of him back with his ex-wife... He kept saying Sarah's name, which is yeah. the name of the X. Why you left the window open? Yeah, and the name of the kids, and you know, no matter what Jezebel does, apparently it's not good enough for Jacob. No. So she's she she gives him so much, but he's just he's just not having it. But you know, it's but he is going through all this hallucinogenic stuff, or maybe he's dead.
2: Yeah. So so in the the phone rings, and uh, he. Uh, well, first, Jezebel asks him where he's been. He's been gone two days. Mm-hmm. And he says, I was in the hospital. And she's like, I called all the hospitals. You know, just another layer of, you know, uh, whatever at this point. I don't, you know. And, um, and then the phone rings. I'm like, sure, why not? And then the phone rings, and he's like, don't tell him I'm here. And she's like, no, I haven't seen him. He's like, you know, you know, when he'll be back, I used to do secret military experiments. And he's like, Oh give me the phone (laughs) and so he takes the phone and uh he's like yeah i I can meet you and so he he goes to meet her and jezebel says please don't go
1: and once again jacob does not give a shit doesn't give a crap
2: well he 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 gives her a hug and he says i'm sorry and then that's the last we see jezebel Mm -hmm. we don't see her again and i like she got i this is one of those things where i'm i'm confused as to what what the meaning of her was jezebel is not you know a name that you give symbolically to a good character typically she cavorts and has you know has things with demons earlier in the party she has black eyes you know he never has those evil hallucinations about about the uh the ex but at the same time She's been carrying him this whole movie. She's been doing everything to get him from A to B. So I'm confused what we're supposed to make of her. And, you know, I I don't know. I'm not sure what, what the message was, and I don't know if that's my fault or I don't know if that was yeah. just, you know, we need a character and Jezebel's around to get him from A to B, so we'll have to use her even though I want her to be the, the sexual component of, uh, you know, the male anima that you know we're not supposed to have and i'm like oh, whatever just just you know move this film along mm-hmm. so <laughs> but um yeah so he he walks out because at the next shot like in the middle of the hug we cut to under the bridge by a food truck right. and um the the guy with glasses is there he's the guy that that called mm-hmm. and uh he tells him oh we can't talk here it's not safe um, so um they they go to um, a building and it, it from the outside it really reminded me of the uh, the warehouse that uh, Doctor Octopus builds his thing in Spider Man so they're are they're, they're they're inside this this disheveled uh, warehouse and um, the uh, they have a conversation on the way there but they get they get to the meat of it inside of inside of the warehouse and it boils down to this. Glass's guy was working on all kinds of forms of LSD. He got arrested. And then the government says, hey, we want you to do what you're doing now, but in Saigon. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll we'll throw you in the jail for 20 years. And he's like, well, okay. So he goes there and he experiments and they want to create uh, an aggression drug. Yeah. And from the course of this movie, I think they should go back to formula. But... (laughs) uh, <laughs> they want to make a uh, an aggression drug, and they they tried it on they tried it on uh, monkeys, and they they went they went ape. They <laughs> tore each other's <laughs> tails off, <laughs> and they they went ape. So and then they uh, they wanted to try it um, on the Viet Cong. Yeah. So they grabbed a bunch of POWs and they dosed them with way too much and Which is the, really uh, and the. Uh, the scientist, the the man with glasses, says that um, you know it was it was way too much, and he he you know way more than they gave the monkeys, and uh, he he'd never seen people, and he's he's visibly shaken, and he's mad. And then uh, there was an offensive coming, and the media was all over it, and they needed a win, so they decided to 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 mix a little bit of this drug into American soldiers' food, mm-hmm. and here's where. The, the suspected thing, the thing you may have been, you know, assuming the whole time comes, comes to fruition, which is, he says that, uh, you know, the, the day of the attack, um, you know, they had the, the highest kill count and he's like, when, you know, but it wasn't the, the Viet Cong who attacked, well, who attacked, they basically just killed each other. Yeah. You know, they, they went, they all went nuts and started shooting, you know, their own men. Yeah. All over, and we we see that Tim Robbins gets stabbed by the bayonet of an American soldier, and uh, it's it's a mess. It's a huge huge yeah. cluster. Um Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And now Tim Robbins. Now now Jacob knows.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then the whole important thing here is the drug is called the ladder. The ladder. So I'm so sorry. I totally ladder comes. So in. that's where we have yeah. Jacob's, Jacob's ladder,
1: ladder. Yeah. and uh, you know they're they're pretty much. Saying that uh, a bunch of, uh, they gave it to uh, not only Jacob's platoon, but I guess the rest of them too. But the scene's a little odd. This is uh, one of my criticisms of the movie. Is it, kind of, it shows pretty much these two different uh, factions shooting at each other. Yeah. But if they were affected by this latter, they should have all just been killing each other. Mm-hmm. Cannibal Corpse has a, an album and a song called The Evisceration Plague. And when they get hit with this eviscer- evisceration plague, they just go nuts and they just kill each other and then they kill themselves. So it, they made it almost look like as the... The scene was more... It looked like the, the U.S. soldiers were more organized when attacking each other, like they split into two factions. But this was yeah. just one of those little criticisms I had of the film. And
2: I, I feel like they were there were two different parties. Mm-hmm. You know, the... The, the acid dropped at the same time. You know, one of them, like, because someone was on the phone, they called in, you know, you know, Charlie and the trees or whatever, so they started shooting at the trees. Mm-hmm. The other thing's right there, so they just started hitting each other. And once, you know, once the mortars come out, once the fire starts and the smoke starts up, you're just going to keep shooting. Yeah. You know, you're not...
1: They even show us, uh, you know, one of uh, one guy using an M sixty machine gun, and another guy's helping him feed the belt of bullets. And you're like, yeah. well, these guys sure look like they're still they're on pretty the same coordinated. Thing. Oh. Yeah, but they <laughs> did they did
2: use a less lesser dose. Yeah, yeah. there so. is
1: there is also a uh, let's of think ja- of them as smart zombies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> more of a Jacob's platoon. They start uh, convulsing yeah so it so even though it, it affected some as in making a murderous rampaging you know yeah well uh, okay
0: Well, my whole thing i okay i don't know well, there would be side effect. i don't know yeah. the word here right because they said it was the full battalion so is a battalion broken up into different platoons a battalion because I think if is, it is, is a, a thousand then that soldiers would, yeah right, and, right? and then so unit. if they're broken up into different platoons mm-hmm. that yes, would so make sense so why they have different this factions. might have just right. been his his know, yeah. Yeah. yeah it could have been just yeah you
1: know, his squad or put you know as Zach said the platoon You know, there's also the idea of maybe they said, hey, Charlie's in the bush, and then they're like, all right, let's go, and then, you know, Bravo team started running, and next thing you know, the drug kicked in, and they're like, well, we're fucking doing this. Kind of like if, you know, I guess somebody was running, and then uh, maybe another type of drug kicked in, they're still maybe going to think of doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Some of it's left up to the viewer's imagination, though. Yeah.
2: A lot of this movie is.
1: I'm sure
3: there's
2: many different interpretations. Mm.
1: Um, So, Jacob got stabbed... By a fellow U.S. soldier. Yeah. That's correct. Mm-hmm. There were no Viet Cong that we saw at all. Yeah.
0: Right. All right. And then so after this conversation, he asks, right, then he's running around in the street, and then he gets in the cab. Mm-hmm. And he tells the cab to take him home.
2: Yeah, he gives him a bunch of money, and he asks him where well, he Well, he like, gives him whatever money he has Yeah, left. he gives him all yeah. the money he has. And he's like, take me home. So like, oh, Where's where's home? You know? And then kind of passes out, but the cab gets him there.
0: Yeah because he says he doesn't know how to move around in brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> so
2: um jacob gets out of the cab and he's greeted by a doorman named sam sam's like oh um i haven't seen you doc- home in a while yeah it's called dr singer
3: yeah dr singer yeah, yeah. i haven't
2: seen you in a while dr singer he's like oh yeah you know and he he walks into the thing and, and you can kind of see that the uh as as happy as he is to see him uh sam does kind of give him a look as he you know stumbles into the thing kind of like a "Hmm." yeah like this doesn't bode well yeah and uh he goes up to the to um his his um apartment ex ex's apartment yeah you know there's all the pictures of everybody around and and nobody seems to be home yeah it's like there's, there's stuff around. It's obviously, you know, recently been occupied, but nobody's yeah, there. And he, there's, like, a
0: pine it has been partially eaten. Yeah. He sits
2: down in the armchair, and then he remembers his, you know, his son that died, you know, remembers yeah. Macaulay Culkin. And they're running around, you know, having fun. He's picking them up, throwing them around. The kid, the kid uh, you know, has a bike, and it's, it's really, really... Um, it's one of those moments where i'm like yeah i've seen that before perfectly uh where like you know the the kid he's got his bike and it's too big of a bike for him and i would also like to mention we see this bike in the madhouse when they're wheeling when they're wheeling uh jacob he looks in one of the open rooms has a has a crumpled up bike with a wheel spinning and i was wondering what the hell is that about and here's the payoff you know the kid has this bike that's a little too big for him and he wheels into the middle of the street kid drops some baseball cards this bike's too big and heavy, so he's got to hold one wheel, bends down, picks up one car, then switches hands. And you know, I've seen kids do that. You know, they you know they're not quite coordinated yet. And then the the bike is under the wheels of a car, just you know, crimpled, No, you know, no. Yeah. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred. Just...
0: <laughs> nice. And um, yeah.
2: Tim Tim wakes up. Yeah. The i guess the next morning who knows well the the sun's out this time that's all we know but he's still in the chair yeah yeah and then he's he's sitting there and he sees he sees the the glimmer of a a child you know run down Mm -hmm. which uh you know i'm worried it's a good guy
1: doll but um, (laughs) so and just to cut dutch off real quick we hear the louis the chiropractors him bring up the demons and the angels again yeah that uh if you know, if you're not ready to let go, it feels like demons clawing. But if not, if you are ready to go, well, it feels like angels saving you. And he sees his dead son sitting on the stairs of his ex-wife's uh, condo or apartment, yeah. Yeah. like the,
2: the the bottom
1: couple of stairs.
2: Yeah. Um, and and Jacob can't really believe it's him, and he he sees him, and the kids happy to see him, and he holds his hand, and they walk upwards up the stairs, and it. It fades into light, and here, here the shoe drops, and Zach and I know he's, he's oh, just yeah. dead. I was so mad. Right. Here, here's, so, here's the. Here's i
0: was so pissed. This whole goddamn movie.
2: Well, I do, I do like, I do like the little epilogue here, because oh Tim God. Robbins, you know, he's, the the light turns into a sterile, like medical light, and they're they're over, they're over. Jacob's body, and they were like, "Oh, he put up a hell of a fight." You know, he's he's gone. He you know. looks
0: so happy. Get
2: a fuck. Out time, of time of death, and then, and then they, they ask what his name you. was. It's like singer. Then the guy takes a piece of paper, and the body's just sitting there, and it's really, really calm and cold. You know, just another guy. You know, starts typing. Screen goes black. Fuck we get a little message this. on how the military may have experimented <laughs> with chemical BZ on the uh, the troops. But the Pentagon denies this, of course, and you yeah. Know, credits, credits. Yeah, and over. then
0: the next title card says "fuck you, Zach." That's the next thing it says. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> so, please go on. John. So, all from the very first scene uh, through all these little bits of uh, Vietnam stuff, it turns—that's turns that, what's really happening. It turns out that every well, it's actually technically up to interpretation, but. He died in Vietnam. Yeah. He died. So, he expires in the tent, the medical tent in yeah, Vietnam yeah. at the end of the movie. It was all a dream. Yeah, so exactly. all the
0: flashing in parts and the non parts is him waking is up. Him waking That's up. the way I see it. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. The
1: only thing that would uh, is kind of interesting is probably the latter is real though. Yeah. Because for sure we if we take that first scene someone spazzes out yeah if we yeah. assume that's all real because it probably wasn't some bad grass yeah it, it, you know if we take that as real then he was stabbed by a fellow soldier yeah and he was rescued and then Quite he positive. died on the way yeah. the way to the tent or in the tent yeah and that's the end of the
0: movie also
2: <laughs> also well aside from like the ending shot showing you how um and i mean this in a good way how pointless his death was, <laughs> and I and I do mean that in a good way in this particular way because that's what they're trying to get across that like you know yeah. this, this didn't need to happen. So there's there's a few there's a few ways you can take this, but um, yeah, my my favorite interpretation, just eyeballing it, not having a clue what this movie was about going in. My favorite way to look at this from right now is. Um, You don't know what kind of chemicals your brain will be firing off as it's expiring. You don't know what kind of miasma of consciousness you'll be in. Like, maybe it's, you know, maybe this is how your life flashes before your eyes. Maybe it's all kinds of spasms. Everything you think you should know about dying is being expressed. And everything just becomes this tumultuous mess. Well, it's all, like, coming to grips with that. And I... And I like that I, I don't like the whole, you know, oh, it's his spiritual journey, you know, idea. I like that his brain's firing randomly, it's a cold, hard world. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and this is this is we're we're with him on this journey. Yeah. Um that being said, there's a there was a short there was a short Italian film made in either the sixties or seventies that was later adapted into they just like literally uh, Rod Sterling just took it. And, and put a frame around it and made it into a Twilight Zone episode. And I feel like, you know, this movie was, was that episode, but just, you know, stretched two hours over. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That being said, there's there's a lot of differences. I feel like this, this movie had a lot more to say and did a lot more. Yeah. But overall, I felt like it spent way too long getting there. It, it was... There were moments of it that was a fun ride, mm-hmm. but it was, like, I don't know if any of you have seen, uh, any of you have seen Glass, but I feel like the payoff wasn't worth it. Oh, he sucked. <laughs> so like, I mean so guys, I was, I was really looking forward Fuck to, our uh, chemical experiments, and then, like, you know, he's on the way to the courthouse steps, and then his car explodes. That's the ending I was hoping for, which I know That's wouldn't so make you happy. Well, what, how, how that are you hoping suck. this would, like, I know you wish Guardians of the Galaxy 2 ended with, like, Kurt Russell and... Chris Pratt playing ball for two hours, but like, how do you hope that this movie is <laughs> I love it.
0: No, this is a good movie. I'm not saying it's a bad
2: movie. It's, no, it's, it's very, very well shot.
0: You want to get into grading it?
2: Or you want to keep going? I, I, feel like we should, we should talk to Joe a little bit more about yeah. it. Yeah. Cause he, he's, he went, he went, he went to bat for this film. Yeah. And I, well,
1: it's good that, you know, they know we're here, right? Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I... No, I'm just not. messing with you guys. You're great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like, I I understand that, uh, like, I I more than understand why someone will go to bat for this film. It's really, really well done. I like it a lot, yeah. It's just,
0: like, I was just joking because I was like, they're going to fucking do this. the way he's going to be dead the whole time. I'm (laughs)
2: curious, like, I know specifically you were talking about undead, you know, and uh, vaguely, you know, the occult, and you're into that. So, like, what what specifically gravitated you towards this
3: movie?
1: You know, I don't remember how I discovered it, but I might have just uh, been watching some video that talked about Silent Hill. And they said that Jacob's Ladder was a big influence.
2: I can see that.
1: And you know, psychological horror is always, you know, it's a, it's a trip though. But uh, well, I think one time I just sat down and I, I watched it, and I was like, wow, that was really something. But I already knew the payoff at the end though, so I didn't get to go oh, through all the emotion. It didn't feel like the yeah. you already knew. Yeah, and sometimes that just happens with a film. But yeah. uh, nothing, I, nothing I could have done for, about it at the time though. For me,
2: it's a good story. It's a it's a story worth telling. It's expertly done. I cannot fault cinematography or you know anything like that. It is just you know just beautiful. That being said, it's not quite my cup of tea, mm-hmm. and it suffers it suffers from that problem. And, and Zach and I have talked about this at length. Um, when when you see something that's kind of the the baseline of a convention, the thing that started it, like if you watch um, something like some really old sci-fi. Or some 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 really like a really old mystery. Like if you see your first like locked room murder mystery, mm-hmm. there's not gonna be much to it, because the whole gimmick is, oh, he's in a locked room, how did that happen? Whereas, you know, the fifty years afterwards where people have added clay and you know, done twists and added more to it, those usually come out more more exciting and there's a lot to be learned from the original but from the original. But this particular convention yeah. of Oh, he was dead, and this is his dying throws. It feels—it feels like rather cliche, wow. and that's unfortunate, because I'm sure—I know it's been done previously, and I know it will be done again. This—it felt like a better Vanilla Sky to me.
0: <laughs> I never watched that. Movie. Sounds uh, a
2: little obscure. <laughs> uh, it's very obscure. Vanilla Sky is a completely different topic for a movie we will never do on this no, podcast. No, we have, we have plans. <laughs> I assume <and> it's <laughs>
1: about super white people flying jets.
2: Yes. That's exactly no, that's, what it is. That's the uh, oh, it is that's Top point. Gun. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: thinking of Sky High. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's <laughs> got the chin. In all it, right, We're yeah.
0: gonna go grading it. Well, what do you give it? Before we do that, I just oh, want to point right, out a few uh, right
1: criticisms yeah. that I had with the film. Was right. one, it it felt long. Yes, it wears. It, they he you know I imagine the director had a reason for all that, but it it felt long and there was a deleted scene that i watched where after running into glasses man the the guy who created the ladder he actually cures jacob and what he does is he gives him this vial or something and he, he's laying in this room and he has this nightmarish sequence of where he he beats all the hallucinations he's seen and he's like you're cured." and uh i'm it's it's probably a better thing that they cut it out considering that's that scene was like i don't know 10 minutes long or something like that i think audiences might have passed out while watching it or something that's that's the lore people love to say things like that (laughs) test audiences you know stuff like that but uh when after he hears like we created the ladder he just goes and we pretty much get the climax of the film yeah there if they had done if they had kept that scene in we would have gone oh he beat the ladder and now he's good and then we would have been like well he wasn't dead and then he'd go into the room he'd go into his ex-wife's apartment see gabe and we'd be like oh he was dead and they would do the vietnam payoff so that was uh, something they should have kept in and maybe the a hug might have been satisfying for everybody else but i still think jezebel's was treated too was treated poorly for just the idea of he's like oh all right I'm going to go see this guy and that's the last time we see her. I think she's in another deleted scene where she might just appear to be a hallucination too, but I don't know about that for sure. Hmm. That
2: would be nice. That would calm a few things in me if like mm-hmm. you know it turns out oh she was in your head, you know. Mm-hmm. Cuz who wouldn't fantasize? <laughs> like Man. for for a film that lets you <laughs> stew on everything for a long time you know, the you know, they don't they don't give you much much time to like grapple with the whole uh, medical experiment aspect. It's like medical experiment and then we're done. Yeah. Right, right, know, not a, not enough of the latter. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, between between the former of the movie and, you know, the other parts of the movie I think I take the latter. But
0: um Man, <laughs> they twice oh, but in different ways. Yeah. yeah.
2: So the uh, but um I feel like I feel like the general issue is every scene in this film takes a lot of time. They they really soak it in, and that's great. Scene for scene, it's really good. But then if you throw twenty of these ten minute scenes on top of each other, one after another, it starts to drain your soul. Just everything. Well, and the the fact that they jump, like you know,
0: every time he wakes up, it's like a different. It feels kind of choppy. Like it doesn't feel like you don't get a
2: breath without getting stressed out. Yeah. Mm -hmm but that's you know I don't know anything you'd like to say Tomas
0: that's, that sounds good to me <laughs> 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 got Tomas's approval on our statements I so learned something, something. alright we gotta get these guys out, out of time. here yeah. what's your grade
1: I would probably give it a a B minus
0: oh that's showing th- it to you man.
1: this is tricky for me um,
0: I'm
2: gonna go solid B oh, still not my wow. cup of tea but as a movie solid B Tomas, I was around we the same
0: as Joe, B minus, C plus. Oh, I, and when you guys added a lot of stuff that I didn't even think about, so I thought that was really cool. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, well. Oh, what do you got for us, Zach? Oh, you know, I'm going to give it an A. You know. <laughs> but, you know, because I'm such a nice guy, I grab on a curve, I'll give it an A plus because I don't take Jezebel for granted like Jacob did. I'm not that guy. <laughs> anyway, this has been the Pod People. We love you. You guys have fun. Have a great day.
2: Uh,
3: sign so yeah.
0: out alright All right. thank you bye All right. All right. All right.